Hello, welcome to Elocution from Midwinter Tuitions podcast. Now, this week I am recording material for students who study with me, so I will understand if, if you don't continue to listen to the remainder of this podcast, but if you're studying on your own and trying to improve your voice, it might be worth sticking around. I'm going to read a poem, some tongue twisters and an article that I use in the assessment lesson for my elocution scheme of work. After the assessment lesson, lots of the material I use is completely individual, so I only work on consonant sounds or vowel sounds that my students need working with. But in lesson one, because so many people have so many different needs, I do tend to use the same tongue twisters and the same poem and the same article and the poet the article is dreadfully out of date um so have a listen and listen to the way that i lean on the long vowel sounds and the listen to the way that i enunciate the consonants and listen to the intonation as well so there is something here for everyone but again it really is a revision aid for for students who've taken lesson one with me If you haven't taken lesson one but you'd like to, please do go to my website and book yourself in for a lesson. midwintertuition.co.uk There's a page that's called book a lesson and once you have booked I invoice you via PayPal and then add you on Skype. It doesn't matter where you are in the world, we can still work together. There's also a new addition to my website and that's a donate button. The bandwidth costs for this podcast are beginning to spiral out of control. Now, I don't know. That's a slight exaggeration. They are beginning to spiral upwards, though. I do not want anybody to stop listening to the podcast. So please don't unfollow me just because I'm asking for donations. But if you do have a pound spare and you wouldn't mind contributing it towards the cost of the podcast, there is a donate button on my website now. The money will only go to pay for the bandwidth costs for the podcast, nothing else. And I would be eternally grateful. But of course, I understand that podcasts are essentially free. And that is what I like about them, really. Um, I'm just reaching out to my listeners to see if you're feeling able and willing to donate a pound. I would, of course, be very grateful. So in lesson one... Um, we've been through these vowel sounds before together. We've, in lesson one, I I learn I I learn with my students about how they produce vowel sounds, and the vowel sounds I ask them to to replicate and and exaggerate are six of the very common sounds, oo, or, ah, i, a, e. I'll say them again. Why don't you say them with me or after me? U, O, A, I, A, E. And now I've just put into my lesson one where we use these sounds repeatedly in individual sentences. So the U sound we find in the blue moon was smooth and groovy. We put the OR sound into 
The law on the door is more enthralling than before. And you can hear that I'm hesitating onto those aw sounds, they're lovely long sounds. Now pick out the ah sounds in this next sentence. Stars and arts are far and afar from the bar. Now I never said these sentences made any kind of sense. They are just using repeated sounds. Let's try the I sound. The bride might like to find a fine wine. And the A sound, a slight adaptation of a very famous tongue twister. Mainly the rain in Spain is on the plain. And the E sound. We need bees and trees to feel free. So one way of practising is to put those sounds into tongue twisters. And then the next ten tongue twisters. Three grey geese in a green field grazing. Number two. A proper copper coffee pot. Number three, I encourage my students to say this several times over. Red lorry, yellow lorry. You can also do red leather, yellow leather. Especially if TH is a, um, a target sound for you. Number four. The pert peddler prated proudly to the petty prince about his pretty prince. Number five. What a to-do to die today at a minute or two to two. Chicken tikka, chicken tikka, chicken tikka starter with naan and pilau rice. Who would talk of parks must learn and tend his trees. Equity deputy. Seth at Sainsbury's sells thick socks. I wish to wash my Irish wristwatch. Now see if you can pick out oo, or, ah, a and e in those tongue twisters. Have a listen again to them and see if you can hear them and then have a go at practising them yourself. Then we go through Please Call Stella. Uh, which I'm not going to read on this one. I think I've recorded that on YouTube. And then we read a poem. I must go down to the seas again, to the lonely sea and the sky. And all I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer her by. And the wheels kick and the wind's song and the white sails shaking and a grey mist on the sea's face and a grey dawn breaking. I must go down to the seas again, for the call of the running tide is a wild call and a clear call that may not be denied. And all I ask is a windy day with the white clouds flying and the flung spray, and the blown spume, and the seagulls crying. I must go down to the seas again, to the vagrant gypsy life, 
to the gull's way and the whale's way where the wind's like a wetted knife. And all I ask is a merry yarn from a laughing fellow rover <laughs> and quiet sleep and a sweet dream when the long trick's over. And in my lesson plan, those of you who've had lesson one, you will know that all of those long vowel sounds are highlighted and colour-coded, so you can easily see which ones should sound like the others. Then to finish off, we always read an article. Now, it's not the most interesting article in the world. It's about the Great Barrier Reef, and it's two years old, the article. But I'm going to read it now so that you can listen for intonation and pronunciation issues. If you have lesson one, it might be an idea to open up the document and to read along with me. Australia's Great Barrier Reef has lost more than half its coral cover in the past 27 years, a new study shows. Researchers analysed data on the condition of 217 individual reefs that make up the World Heritage Site. The results show that coral cover declined from 28% to 13.8% between 1985 and 2012. They attribute the decline to storms, a coral feeding starfish and bleaching linked to climate change. The research is published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences Journal. Glenn Deeth from the Australian Institute of Marine Science and colleagues determined that tropical cyclones, 34 in total since 1985, were responsible for 48% of the damage, while outbreaks of the coral feeding crown of thorn starfish accounted for 42%. Two severe coral bleaching events in 1998 and 2002, due to ocean warming, also had major detrimental impacts on the central and northern parts of the reef, the study found, putting the impact at 10%. This loss of over half of initial cover is of great concern, signifying habitat loss for the tens of thousands of species associated with tropical coral reefs, the authors wrote in their study. Co-author Hugh Swetman said the findings which were drawn from the world's largest ever reef monitoring project involving 2,258 separate surveys over 27 years showed that coral could recover from such trauma. But recovery takes 10 to 20 years. At present, the intervals between the disturbances are generally too short for full recovery, and that's causing the long-term losses, Swetman said. John Gunn, head of Ames, said it was difficult to stop the storms and bleaching, but researchers could focus their short-term efforts on the crown of thorn starfish, which feasts on coral polyps and can devastate reef cover. The study said improving water quality was key to controlling starfish outbreaks, with increased ag 